When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. And of course, George Pickens. <laughs> Donovan McNabb has come out, and well, he is uh, eviscerated. George Pickens for his lack of effort and his effort issues. Now, in case you don't remember, I don't know how old a lot of these viewers are. Most of them, I think, by my demographics are around my age, around that 45-ish kind of range, or at least older than, say, 35. But Donovan McNabb, of course, very famously had run-ins with another really damn good receiver, but a guy that had a lot more pelts and a lot more talent, let's just keep it real, than George Pickens, and that was Terrell Owens. And famously, it led to the uh, Terrell Owens doing sit-ups in a driveway clip that, of course, went viral back in the day over a feud where he wanted out of Philadelphia. Now, I often believe that Donovan McNabb takes a bad rap I'm old enough that I remember watching a lot of Donovan McNabb. I remember him in college coming out of Syracuse, and I thought he could end up being a pretty good quarterback, and that's exactly what Donovan McNabb was. He was a Hall of Very Good guy, kind of like Phillip Rivers, six-time Pro Bowler, had about 270 total touchdowns in his career, went to a Super Bowl, didn't win one. I think he's a guy that... Would have gotten some Hall consideration if he could have gotten that one big ring under his belt as a quarterback, but he did not get it. Nonetheless, he works for Alkick now. How about that? Alkick. And uh, he made some comments, and let's just say he doesn't seem like he's a massive George Pickens fan. A lot of these old school guys are not going to appreciate lack of effort. And, of course, George Pickens getting eviscerated. We're also going to talk about Diana Rossini making some comments about Mike Tomlin's future and that there are three NFL teams that are expected to have interest in Mike Tomlin if they can uh, get to him or if it looks like he may end up being available by trade. And, of course, we know Mike Tomlin's had a lot of issues with George Pickens. Mike Tomlin's taking a lot of shrapnel over Pickens because a lot of these old-school Steelers guys are like, what are you doing? Bench the guy. Get him off the team. It's not like the Steelers to to put up with lack of hustle, lack of effort. You know, the Steel Curtain, it's an old-school franchise. You know, great rush defense, running the ball. Great defense in general, just a hard-nosed organization, a blue-collar organization. So how can you have somebody that had a has a lack of effort on the team, even there? 
This is what McNabb said, quote, If I'm running outside of the pocket and I'm trying to create plays and try to turn this thing around that we know has been a struggle and I look and see a teammate of mine is standing there looking at me, giving me his frontal numbers and not blocking the guy that's standing next to him, probably thinking, quote, what is he doing? And he comes and tattoos me to stop me from getting in the end zone. I have a problem with that, he explained to OutKick senior NFL reporter Armando Sergero. I have a problem because it's showing a lack of effort. It's showing you're selfish and not playing for the team. Another thing that comes to mind is, I mentioned before, this is not just one receiver. A couple of receivers were doing this. I'm sure he's talking about Deontay Johnson, but Pickens is probably the one that is the most talented that they have. He may be frustrated because he hasn't been getting the ball, but don't take it out on me as I'm the ball carrier and trying to help the team play. McNabb said it's a relevation for him. So that, to me, shows, one, you don't care. Two, it's all about you. Three, you're trying to get to the end of the season and be done. This is not a Mike Tomlin situation, he said. It's a culture thing. This is one in which the I think the locker room has to police this and make sure that this is the last time this happens because his position, next position he'll be in, will be out the door. I guarantee you that. You're on a rookie deal. They will cut you or trade you as fast as they think you'll catch the next slant. Is that well-deserved? It probably is, especially after that comment in my eyes. That's what a lot of people have said, is that Mike Tomlin maybe shouldn't be the one to have to police this, although I think if his locker room's not going to, him as the coach has to draw a line, okay? But a lot of people have said, ex-Steelers, this needs to be handled in the locker room by other players. Maybe you got guys that feel like they can't, but Jalen Warren, the guy that was involved in the running play, that Pickens self-admitted, I didn't want to block because I didn't want to get hurt. You could tell. I did a video yesterday. He's not happy. He's pissed. He said, I would have blocked for the guy. Pickens didn't. And I, I think it's clear there's a locker room fracture. And maybe it's between the offense and the defense because the defense still seems like they're trying to play their asses off. This has turned into a nightmare over a month time for Mike Tomlin. And, of course, they dropped those games. So now let's get to this. And, and by the way, she names off, Diana Rossini names off the hot candidates that are going to be out there. Jim Harbaugh. Lou Anarumo, Raheem Raheem Morris, really? Dan Quinn, I still don't get that. We're going to do the Dan Quinn thing again. I know he's a really good uh, defensive coordinator, but he feels like one of these really good coordinators, not so great head coach kind of guys, those Norv Turner kind of guys. You know, I don't think he he would be another Josh McDaniels, but you, you know what I'm talking about. 
Here's the other guys. Frank Smith, Dolphins offensive coordinator. Look, I would take a look at him just so I could get that Mike McDaniel scheme, that Shanahan scheme. Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator. He's also from the Harbaugh tree, the Jim Harbaugh tree. Bobby Slowick, he's another guy I'd take a look at. Also directly off the Shanahan tree. Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator. And, of course, there's also, it's going to be Brian Johnson, Ben Johnson. And I'm going to touch on a story about Ben Johnson in a minute because Josina Anderson of CBS Sports, she got her ass handed to her over a story that Ben Johnson's agent just flat come out and said, it's a damn lie. Like, she just made that shit up out of nowhere. It's a bad look. If that's not true, it's a bad look for Josina Anderson, who I never did care for when she was with ESPN. Mike Tomlin's future in Pittsburgh appears to be murky, mostly based on the recent performances against the Cardinals, Patriots, and Colts. That meltdown we've talked about. That month-long meltdown for the Steelers where they looked like they were headed straight for 9-4, and and, well... They are 7-7. Seven and seven. They literally can win that game against the Bengals today, and they still only have a 13% chance of making the pay- playoffs. I mean, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare for that fan base. The fan base is frustrated. The team's play collectively lacks the strong Tomlin passion that we are used to seeing every season. Tomlin's contract expires in 2024. It's well known the Steelers organization won't engage in contract extensions with players or coaches during the season. So we wait and see. There has been chatter that perhaps the Steelers would consider trading Tomlin. This is where it gets interesting. To Washington? We talked about that a little. They'd like Belichick. The Chicago Bears. I actually did a video on that or even the Carolina Panthers to get back some picks. Don't forget, David Tepper was a minority owner in the Steelers organization before he just bought the Panthers. So there's a line to draw between Tepper and Mike Tomlin. Now, I don't know what their relationship is. She also throws out there that the Jets should consider it as well. I don't know about that. You know, if I'm the Jets and I move on, I decide to move on, I'm bringing an offensive guy in there. I just am. And that's sort of where the league's going. I'm not saying that Tomlin's not better than an offensive guy, but Tomlin just feels like he'd be a better fit with the Bears or the Buccaneers or, you know, the Panthers make some sense, I guess. But I also know that the Steelers understand the value of Tomlin in their city. Talking about him being a blue-collar coach. Now, if you follow along every week, you're probably thinking you just told us two weeks ago that it's not the Steelers' style to move on. They are patient and cautious. It goes on to tell you, of course, Diana Rossini will pass along the things she's hearing around the league. So... I think it's sort of a 50-50 shot as to whether or not Tomlin gets traded. And I I wonder, after this experience, 
would Tomlin walk into the Roonies and say, look, I need to change the scenery? That maybe it would be more him than even them as somebody that would be like, I just, I need a different view. I need a, I need a fresh start. That, that maybe things have just gotten stale. So we were talking about them head coaching candidates a minute ago. Ben Johnson's one of the hot names, okay? Lions offensive coordinator. He was a hot name last year. So Josina Anderson of CBS Sports came out and said this. On Thursday, this is Florio, Josina Anderson of CBS Sports posted on second or third hand chatter regarding Johnson's anticipated salary expectations. I'm told personnel around the league are discussing their awareness that some owners have been told that Lions OC Ben Johnson's asking price is at least or around $15 million for a head coaching job. Now, if you're wondering, well, is that a lot? Yeah, that's like something Jim Harbaugh is going to want, right? Or something that Belichick would want. I mean, Belichick would probably get more like 20. Sean Payton's getting 18. All right? It's going to be, this is for previous head coach, maybe has a ring, been to the Super Bowl. We're talking Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin. That's that kind of money. All right, now Belichick's probably making more like 25, but some of that's, I think, in possible salary coming from somewhere nobody can find. All right, let's just put it like that. All right, for a proven head coach who is expected to be on the market, i.e., or e.g., Jim Harbaugh, it would make sense for someone to be making asking prices known. Uh, known. For a first-time head coach, the asking price is in the vast majority of cases the usual amount. So, the agent of Ben Johnson caught wind of this crap. Jeff Risen of USA Today spotted the snarky response from Ben Johnson's agent, Richmond Flowers III. Quote, I'm told personnel around the league are discussing their awareness that there is no asking price or demand, and this tweet is 100% false and irresponsible reporting per a source. Yikes. Now, it does go on, and, and, and of course, Florio adds his own little snarky comment in there, but the point is... Uh, it goes on to talk about, look, if Ben Johnson's in high demand and there's four teams bidding on him, then somebody like, say, a David Tepper, because that may not be the most, it's not a very attractive job in Carolina because Bryce Young looks like he might not be the guy. And much like the Patriots, them and the Patriots have the two worst offensive rosters in all of the NFL. The cupboard is bare, all right? So if it's, example, Bears, Steelers, Chargers, Panthers bidding for Ben Johnson, well, then the asking price might make it up to $15 million a year because you got a four-team bidding more. But what he's saying is, no, there has been no asking prices. 
thrown out there to any teams or any sources. I mean, Ben Johnson's agent is just flat calling Josina Anderson a liar. False. You just reported false information per sources. I mean, obviously, he was making a joke out of it, too, but it's a bad look if that's not true at all. And it hurts Ben Johnson, you know? I mean, that hurts him a lot if there are whatever. If, if, if one of the owners or, say, a collection of owners have some kind of relationship with Josina Anderson, well, then, hell, she could be hurting him right now. You know, I don't know. It's kind of wild. Man, this Steelers thing, this Mike Tomlin thing, it's going to keep going, folks, on and on and on. Through the end of the season, I don't know if the Steelers can pull themselves out of this because now they're in a position that they could win out and all of that, but you got to have help now. Now, it doesn't hurt that you're playing the Bengals today. You got to beat them, but Jake Browning looks like a real guy who will probably get some starting quarterback consideration next year or at least compete to be a starter type of consideration. That's not going to be an easy game today. Like, I expect the Bengals to win that game, actually. I don't know. We'll have to see. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.